0: Hi, you're listening to The Advantage Podcast with me, John Kenworthy. Hey there, welcome to this week's podcast. This is John Kenworthy. And this week I'm talking about trust again, how great leaders build trust and increase engagement. Because a few weeks ago, four weeks ago to be exact, I recorded a podcast and wrote a, an article about the power of trust to succeed. And many people wrote in to me, sent me an email and asked, why is it that you can do something with the very best intentions but find that it backfires and you lose trust? It seems that it is Very, very easy to lose someone's trust, but oh, so difficult to gain it back. So, think of trust as a wallet full of cash. I know that it's rare to find such a thing, but imagine, okay? Trust is like that big, bulging wallet full of cash. Say I have a couple of thousand bucks. in various bills, in there. Every time I do or say something that causes you to lose faith in me, to lose your trust, for whatever reason, is like asking you to take whatever amount of cash you want out of my wallet. Of course, being a normal human being, you'll take the $100 bills first. See, and then if foolishly I hurt you in some way again, you'll take another chunk out of my wallet. A third time and you'd probably take the wallet and empty it. Now I have no trust with you. Is there any way I can now influence you if you don't trust me? Of course not. If you do not trust me, the only way I can get you to do what I want would be to manipulate you or coerce you. That is, I would resort to lies, half-truths, twisted words, force, threats or bullying. Instead, slowly and steadily and patiently, I work hard and begin to earn your trust back, little little by little you begin to trust me again. so you give me a two dollar bill from the hundreds you took when I lost your trust. I'm consistent though and build your build trust with you again and perhaps you'll give me back a five dollar bill or even if I've been especially good ten bucks. Remember you've taken two thousand. it's gonna take me a long time. This goes on and on, because you'll be very reticent to give me back your trust. It's normal. It's the way your brain works. You hold a very vivid, pain-filled memory of the time I broke your trust, and a distant, slightly happy memory of when I built it in the first place. Painful memories are much more dominant than in our brains, than good memories. They're far easier for us to access because we are wired for negativity and threats. We have these two distinct networks for this in our brain. The pain network, which includes the thalamus, the dorsal anterior cingulate gyrus, and the insula, Then we have the reward network, which consists of the amygdala, the ventral striatum, and the ventromedial prefrontal cortex. Now, don't worry, you don't have to remember all the names, but I'm going to link some great articles in the show notes if you're interested to learn more about the neuroscience behind all of this. But I will point out what these particular parts do so that you understand better the pain network and the reward network. See, if I cause you pain, such as physically inflicting pain or snubbing you, uh, taking something from you that you care about, treating you unfairly, betraying you, or simply speak negatively about you, then your pain network is activated. And it just has to be your perception. It doesn't even have to be real. If you think I've taken something from you unfairly, that's what you think. Your pain network is activated. Truth. Well, that's another matter. Your reward network is activated when you feel things like physical pleasure. Taking Uh, Something like a sense of belonging or inclusion or feeling safe and secure. Having a good reputation with others. Being treated fairly and justly. And even giving to others. Because that is because you have a feeling of abundance. Or simply if I appreciate you for doing something or just appreciate you for being you. These things make you feel good. Smart leaders know this and they continuously activate your reward network, which makes you more productive and effective. Poor leaders, on the other hand, activate your pain network. Remember what I just said? Smart leaders know this and continuously activate your reward network. See, the biggest difficulty for leaders is not activating the reward network once or twice. It's activating it continuously. A leader can be deemed trustworthy by you for years. And then they inflict pain on you in some way. They break your trust. Even, for example, blaming others for their own failings could be painful for you. At that moment, you take that first big bill from their wallet full trust. You may trust them again, but there will be a delay in making the decision to trust as you check your personal brain records, your memories, firstly in the insula that I mentioned before and then it's in the anterior cingulate gyrus or the ACG. So the insula, what does that do in your brain? It helps us anticipate what something will feel like before it happens. It's like the proverbial gut feel or sixth sense. The anterior cingulate gyrus allows us to shift between thoughts, weighing up our options and making predictions for the future. Let me give you an example. Let's say I was your boss. You trusted me implicitly because for a long time I've been a great boss. Then one day you heard that I had spoken disparagingly about you and blamed you for a failure that really wasn't your fault and all behind your back. All of a sudden you feel hurt. In spite of years of good trusting relationship, you've heard something negative. Now, of course, because you are mature and a responsible person, you dismiss the idea. It's hearsay, not fact, and surely, surely I wouldn't do such a thing. Everything seems normal. But you are now wondering when you speak to me or even just think about me and checking that pain circuit, that gut feel from the insula, that shift between the two options in the anterior cingulate gyrus. Do I or don't I trust him? I ask you to undertake a task and the pain circuit whirs into life triggered by that emotional memory of pain. Perhaps you were bold enough to ask outright. I deny everything, of course, that's completely untrue. But even then, your insula is engaged, checking that sixth sense. And your ACG weighs the options that I might be being truthful, that nothing was said, or now worse. I could be lying to cover up my own guilt for having blamed you wrongly in the first place your own history of experience with other people in similar painful memories will determine whether you choose to trust me at this point or not. It's bad enough that someone would lose trust in you because of one single error. it's worse that the error could have been malicious gossip by another party. Trust is a very fragile thing. When we do trust someone and we decide to trust without being completely certain, you are never certain, there is a delay. Imperceptible at times because our brain works very, very rapidly. But we still check our pain circuits just to be sure. You trust me again and find that I speak highly of you to others. I tell you how appreciative I am of your diligence and hard work. Your reward circuit is activated and there's another dollar bill in my wallet of trust. When you trust me as your boss, you become increasingly engaged. The delay in deciding to trust me or not gets shortened Your productivity increases and you have a far greater sense of safety and security, which increases your engagement, the reward network and increases your productivity even further. See, Good leaders understand this and they make sure that they avoid triggering your pain circuits. They never betray your trust. And if, perchance, they inadvertently do break your trust one day, they work hard to regain it. Good leaders keep you, but might not continuously increase your engagement. And one day, someone offers you a reward that you would really like to have. And you shift to another boss and hope that you can trust them. Great leaders, on the other hand, make sure that they also activate your reward Circuits. They speak highly of you. They appreciate you. They always treat you and everyone else fairly. They are never biased. They always hold you in the highest esteem. They edify you. They build you up. They never, ever denigrate you. Great leaders give you the deserved credit for your ideas and contributions and never, ever take the credit that belongs to someone else. Even when they themselves are being unfairly treated, denigrated or the victim of malicious gossip, a great leader doesn't bite back. Great leaders treat even their enemies with respect and dignity. Great leaders are few and far between. Great leaders build your trust in them and they increase your engagement. Do you aspire to be one? Forward this to a a friend if you think they might like to know about trust and how they can build trust for themselves and go from being good leaders into great leaders. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye for now. You've been listening to the Advantage Podcast with me, John Cameron. To find out more, visit us at celsin.com.